0: Moncrief, on on News Talk. Afternoon, Marate. Good afternoon to you uh, and all your gr- listeners. A uh, uh, gr- uh, grand day uh, here, grand enough.
1: <laughs> it is in its
0: backside. <laughs> oh, is it not? <laughs> all right, okay. No, no, no,
1: no, no. no after all the sh- fr- friggin' um, <laughs> ice and snow over the last few days, um, yesterday, oh my God, temperatures went up to 10 degrees. The birds started to sing. So the birds are singing like crazy. We've got a whole crowd of um, blackbirds after arriving in and um, they're going like they're singing like crazy at the moment. But the rain is thundering down. Oh, is you wouldn't it? get out. You'd be drowned now. Right. So we, we're getting like all the seasons. Like It's really it's actually quite warm. You wouldn't need a coat outside. Mm. But mm. Um, but it's as wet as hell. And that's no good now, especially for the farmers who are trying to get stock out. Back out on grass where they have the grass, and they just need the ground conditions to do it.
0: Yeah, and, and you so, you're, you're after getting the, all the yos uh, screened. That's scanned, 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 I should say. Scanned.
1: Yes, remember now the twenty week scan, the big mm-hmm. scan that w- women go for. Well, we had our twenty week scan here last night, and um, it's the very same technology is used with humans. Um, they probably do it an awful lot faster, and lot us chat about it. Our scanner can get through two yos a minute which is uh, fairly fast, mm. and it's a fantastic management tool because what we learned from the scanning last night was that we had um, 15 sets of triplets. We had a big number of doubles with so many singles, and then we had, I think, five without any lambs. So the decisions you make there, it, you know, with that information, is the first thing we did was the triple yo's got put into the shed straight away. They need extra feeding. They need extra support to be able to bring those lambs into the world. The doubles will come in in about another week or 10 days and the singles will be able to manage outside. And the um, the the the, the yoes without any lambs will be able to go in with last year's hoggets and they won't need any special treatment. So it's it's just a really good way um, of um, managing uh, you know your your flock to the best of your ability and to their best advantage as well and it equally applies for the dairy herd or the beef herd um, farmers are, are getting you know the animal scanned and they know what they're dealing with so they know if it's a twin pregnancy or you know they you know that they're better prepared to manage when the animal goes into labor and you know what's going to happen
0: yeah or to how unusual are triplets or not
1: um, if the yo's are in very good condition, you, you can have a lot of triplets, you know, like you're, you're aiming for maybe 1.7, 1.8 yo's per lamb, which means, which allows for doubles, singles, triplets. Now, the, the one of the problems with triplets, it's, well, it's not a problem, but you, you end up with three lambs, of course, and there's only uh, two teeth for a yo. And she's not you know really capable of rearing tree lambs, so one of those lambs will go and have to be either adopted or hand reared now the The ability to hand rear lambs in particular is so much easier than it used to be because you've got automatic feeders and they they can get their milk ad lib, and you know you know instead of depending on you to go down the yard with a bottle every four hours for them because the thing about this time of the year now from now on. Um, It's like having a newborn baby in the house for the next four months. You know, you're going to have to be on constant vigilance. You're going to be checking the shed a couple of times a night and you won't get any sleep until probably next April or May.
0: Right. Okay. busy times. And in general, it's a it's a busy time on farms and, and more difficult to get help. Well, it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're, you're
1: getting all, all this work comes in now. And, you know, there's two types of farmers out there. There's the full time people who are on the farm the whole time. But then there's also the part time farmers who are holding down full time jobs in industry, in public sector, on county councils, whatever. They're they're got a full time job, nine to five. They come home, get out of their office. Where, well, they're nearly working from home now, most of them, of course, but come clicking click off time. They're down the yard and they're down the yard until maybe one in the morning and they're back out there again, maybe at two, at four, and they're back up working there at five. Um, And, you know, the problem with that is that, you know, people can get very upset by the death of an animal, the death of a calf or a set of lambs, you know, that they didn't get get to in time. And it can lead to a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress. And this morning, uh, Sean, I was involved with... um, doing a video for farmers which was I was doing it with Cree and it's they have a series called Cree Connects where they're talking about health issues to farmers and this was for my farmers specifically down around Mayo um you know reminding them that the biggest and most valuable asset they have is themselves and they cannot run themselves ragged And, you know, an awful lot of farmers are, you know, know, not feeling that good about things. Um, A recent behavior and um, attitude survey showed that, you know, they're very reluctant to talk to people if they're feeling a bit under the weather or under stress. Um, You know, say and just even on a figure on that, 58 percent of the farmers in that report were under stress this year or last year, rather. Versus 43% back in um, 2013. So it's a big increase. But basically, they're a lot less likely to talk about their stress. And they're a lot less likely to recognize what stress is. Because they're basically browbeaten into believing that, um, you know, that they're hardy people and that they're big and strong and that they haven't got anything, any bit of depression. And they'd be afraid of what the neighbors say. So there's still a stigma attached to that. Mm-hmm. But um. You, you know, it, it's very difficult. You know, in, inside news talk. there, you've run a show. You've got to get your, your numbers right. Um, You're reporting up the line to a management team. Um, and, you know, you can kind of swat it out together and, you know, analyse what went wrong, what went right, what to do more of, less of. But when you're farming, you're on your own most of the time. And if you make a wrong decision or if you're too tired and you're anxious and you're down and out and you're making the wrong decisions... You, you're the one that's going to end up taking all of that responsibility and taking all of that stress. And their book stops with you. And if you're not prepared to talk to your friends, only 5% said they'd be prepared to talk to counsellors versus 21% of the normal population. Mm. If you can't talk to your friends or your family or a counsellor, where do you go to? So to, to help get rid of that stigma attached to depression or mental illness on farms. Um this is what Cree is doing down in the west west of Ireland. And this is um your health and your mental health, how intertwined they are. And particularly on farming at this time of the year to recognize that you need rest. You need your good diet. You need your exercise. You need time to take a breath and you need to recognize how important you are. And um and and, you know, because we we just we don't need people going to extremes when it comes to you know what they might do to themselves, yeah, uh, because they no one is listening or no one is talking.
0: And uh, course, yeah, and, and the difficulty, of course, is seeing another face uh, and and uh, or even you know socialising with people. And the, there was uh, uh, the IFA had a, a meeting uh, uh, for the monster officers, uh, all yes. totally on Zoom now.
1: Yeah, all on Zoom. Yeah, now, up to now, so IFA would be having their quarterly meetings all around the country. They keep very strong contact with their membership. And so if you want them to have a, meet or a Munster meeting, it generally held around Mallow or Care or somewhere like that. And people have come from West Cork and Clare and Limerick and Waterford and Tipperary and all the Munster counties. And they do their three hour meeting and then they get into their cars after a cup of tea and a chat and go back home again. Now, you'd be doing well if you had 80 to 100 people at those meetings. You'd think that's a good old crowd came out tonight now. Good representative from each of the counties. But Monday night, they had a Zoom meeting. Now, they've been building up on this and the, the local counties have been doing these Zoom meetings to very good success as well. And they ended up with 270 people at it. Now, if you remember Monday night, it was absolutely frosty and snowy and ground conditions were deplorable. And that meeting would have probably been postponed, or very few people would have been attending it because they'd have been afraid of their roads going home. So, you know, in one respect, what the Zoom thing is, and an awful lot of people have had their broadband upgraded because they just weren't prepared to wait for the official broadband to come around the country. So they're able to sit in, they're able to get their cup of tea, sit in in the sitting room, put on a fire, and listen to the thing and watch what's going on and maybe contribute. And when their finished meeting is over, they can um, have the cup of tea again at home. Now, the only downside is the sociability end of it and being able to chat to your 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 fellow officers around the county, the counties, and see what's going on. But from every other perspective, getting your say in, starting on time, my God, starting on time, finishing on time, when you say you would. Mm. And, and, you know, it's 270 is a huge crowd to bring out on a Zoom meeting on a Monday night, talking about the new cap proposals, about Brexit
0: and stuff like that. Well, and also an enormous technical achievement. Mairead, thanks a million for uh, talking with us today. That's uh, Mairead Lavery there uh, uh, on our farming slot. Uh, uh, Jim says, uh, that reluctance to talk about your feelings is such a scourge in rural Ireland, particularly among men. I don't know what the solution is. It's so beneficial to voice your issues and I don't get why people can't do it. But God help them, must be awfully lonely, uh, says Jim. Particularly now, because he can't even... Can't even meet anyone who might encourage you uh, to talk about it. like a lot of farmers who you know would go to the marsh. They'd see other people and might say, "How's it going?" You might that might you know help help you a bit. But uh, as it is, a lot of farmers just have like virtually no one. Uh- Moncrief on News Talk.